Hello once again, Nailers fans, and welcome in to another edition of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour. The Nailers coming off of a very exciting come-from-behind victory on Sunday afternoon as they beat the Indy Fuel 4-3 in overtime on a Cody Sylvester overtime strike. We also want to give a big congratulations out to Nailers forward Patrick Watling, who was selected as the ECHL's Player of the Week. Six points, all assists for Patrick, including a four-point performance in that game on Sunday. Coming up this week, the Nailers are in action twice as they begin a five-game homestand at West Bank Arena. The Tulsa Oilers are in town on Thursday and Friday, both 7-10 face-offs, and then next week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday against the Fort Wayne Comets and the Indy Fuel. You can get your tickets by calling 304-234-GOAL or logging on to wheelingnailers.com. Time to introduce my guests for this week's show. A couple of new players, and I feel like that's pretty much the case for most of this 2021 team. But two players who have some experience in the ECHL and are very nice to have on the team this season. We have forward Michael Pellick and defenseman Chad Duchesne. Guys, thanks so much for stepping in and taking a little bit out of your day today and talking about where things have been so far. Yeah, thanks for having us, Beach. Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. It's been just over two months since you guys have been here, which seems like pretty wild when you really consider things, and yet we're only 12 games into the season. How has this season been, the start of it, compared to years past where you guys were coming off such a long summer and you're still trying to kind of get your way into things as the schedule, I'm sure, is going to heat up in a few weeks here? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it's been crazy, especially that 21, what was it, 21 days that uh, we went without playing. I think that was the the longest period since we've been here that it's felt like. But, um, no, it's been uh, definitely different to adapt to, that's for sure. Pelly? Yeah, you know, uh, looking at the schedule this month, I think we have three, three threes in a row, so – that's uh, that's a lot of hockey coming up, so for sure it'll be uh, interesting and a lot of fun. Everybody always expects there to be a lot of moves that take place in a season where injuries happen, call-ups, just making sure that you have the right pieces in place. You guys have already had 34 players appear in a game this year, and you're on your way to 35 and 36 with Smith and McNally coming in this week. Do you feel like this is more than the norm this year, trying to get – figured out and who's here and who's not yeah i mean there's, there's players available right now obviously with uh a lot of teams not playing in the season so um yeah you know we have a really good group of guys right now and i uh, really uh excited about uh upcoming games chad yeah same i mean in the echl i feel like there's a lot of turnover with call-ups and stuff like that usually so um obviously it's a little a little different uh, maybe a little more more transactions this year but uh we got a good group right now chad you mentioned it earlier and let's look back at this past weekend where it doesn't happen like you said 20 straight days without a game and then to have to jump in there and face a team that just played four games last week how long does it take to get back into the rhythm of things? Like, you can't practice game speed and game elements as much as you really want to, can you? 
No, you can't. Um, it's definitely different once you get in a game. Uh, looking at our past two games, I would say it took us about one period to get back into it. Uh, I think that that first period on uh, what was a Saturday night, I think that uh, we were maybe a little step behind, but uh, after that, I think uh, I think we got back to our game for sure. Pelly, watching the comeback on Sunday afternoon, a big third period. How much of a boost is that going to be? You guys are back in action now. You've got to be feeling good getting a big victory like that on the road. What's a game like that going to do to lift you guys into this big month of February? Yeah, um, definitely helps with the confidence. Uh, I thought we played uh, three really good periods. Um in Indy and to have a result like that is, uh, is, uh, is great. What about the new guys that have come in fighting Hodgson Winquist, all guys who have been around contributing right away. What does that say about them as individuals and you guys as a team to be able to have guys make those immediate impacts and have a difference to help you get victories? Pelly, you want to start? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, three uh, great players and great uh, locker room guys. Um, and as you said, they came in right away and uh, contributed. So, um, yeah, they're uh, exciting exciting to have on the team. Chad? Yeah, just huge to uh, add that experience. Um, I think, you know, we have, we have a lot of first-year players this year. So to add those guys that have some uh, – experience is uh, huge for us. It's going to be huge for us down the stretch, too. It's interesting because you're both experienced in this league, and yet you've taken different paths to get here, where, Pelly, you've played for quite a few different teams. Chad, you played just for Greenville until this summer when you found out that you were getting traded to Wheeling. What was it like being part of your first trade and getting a chance to essentially get a new start here in Wheeling? Uh, yeah, it was, uh, surprising, but, um, you know, I knew there was a new coaching staff put in place in Wheeling. So, you know, once I heard about the city and, um, the organization and things like that, um, I was excited for the fresh start, like you said. Um, but yeah, the trade was, uh, a different experience. I've never, I don't think, or I've never been traded in my life actually. So, uh, it was, it was definitely different, but. Well, I'm excited to be here now. And you and I talked leading up to your return to Greenville, which I'm sure had to be an interesting experience for you. I had heard a lot of good things about how the fans really enjoyed you and you embraced them. But as much as you were excited to see those folks again, you also understand the business of the game and that you play for the logo on the front of the jersey. And then you were excited to be a part of this Nailers team. Yeah, for sure. I think, uh, you know what, getting that win was huge. I, I was telling the boys after it was kind of a good way to, because I didn't really get to say goodbye to anybody from there, right? Getting traded in the summer, I was already at home. So, you know, I, it was kind of a good way to end, end my, end the chapter there in my life and, you know, start, start my new one with, uh, with wheeling. One of the first things I notice about you as I watch you at practices during game you just love the sport you love the camaraderie of it you're always smiling you're always chirping somebody you having fun or what 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I I definitely love the, the game. I'm passionate about it, and um, yeah, I definitely don't mind chirping. That's for sure. But maybe maybe sometimes too much. But Pelly, you had a different path here, as you originally had signed with Atlanta during the summer, and they were the first team to opt out of this coming season which ultimately led you to sign with Wheeling. What was that process like for you first going to Atlanta, then finding out that they weren't going to play this year, so then ultimately the door opens for Wheeling to sign you for a contract? Uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was a long summer, and, um, you know, at a certain point you just are so excited to get back into, uh, into playing hockey in a regular season routine, so... Um, yeah, once I had the opportunity to come to Wheeling, it was a uh, uh, no-brainer. Was it a long and stressful process for you, or because of how familiar people are with you in the league, did you say, okay, you know what, this is a little bump in the road with Atlanta not playing, and I'm pretty confident I'll be able to land somewhere relatively quickly? Uh, yeah, you know, it kind of happened so fast where, um, you know, I find out Atlanta's out, and then... Um, I had been in contact with uh, uh, French before um, it started, so it was a pretty easy transition. That's good. Did you guys talk to each other at all when you guys found out uh, that you were both going to be playing together this year? Did Chad, were you trying to recruit Pelly a little bit at all? Uh, yeah, you know, I might have sent him. Uh, actually, to be honest, I, looking back on it, as soon as it got announced that morning, I think it was early in the morning, right, they announced that Atlanta was out. I think I texted texted Pelly, started, started my recruitment there. Does it make it more fun for you, Pelly? I know you've been around with different teams, but to have teammates in a certain spot and go, you know what, I really like playing with that guy. I'd like to play with him again. That was enjoyable. Yeah, for sure. It always makes... Uh um, easier when there's familiar faces um, yeah so with uh, Chad and Macker was here earlier in the season it was uh, you know two two good friends right off the bat to start the year being that you've played against Wheeling with the likes of Reading and Cincinnati what impressions did you have on the city as an opposing player and does that help influence you on wanting to experience being a home player here yeah you know I always remember them being a really hard team to play um, at West Manco um, with the small neutral zone and the style of, of play they were always uh, uh, difficult to play against what about the lifestyle I mean you've got you're in the apartments right now uh, be honest with me how do we rank in terms of the way that you know we do things here compared to some others in terms of giving you guys the tools the utilities the rink the travel to be able to give you guys a comfortable atmosphere and also a chance to be successful and competitive yeah you know everything's been so professional um in all aspects of uh of uh uh, lifestyle right now so it's been it's been great and um, the apartments are awesome right beside the arena I mean you can't ask for much more is that something that you've seen change or evolve 
from the time that you started to now in terms of how much value teams put into that, knowing that players talk to each other, it's important for the recruiting process, and really to have a good image within the hockey community? Yeah, definitely, you know, when when recruiting, I'm, um, I think it would be a lot easier if you if everything's nice and professional and yeah, everyone talks to each other. So um, if there's a bad situation, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's out there and people know about it. What's the atmosphere been like around the league this season? Has it been pretty upbeat? Uh, like you said earlier, Pelly, seems like guys are just happy to kind of get into the flow of things right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's been really good. I think the hockey is, um, is getting so much better at this level uh, every year. It seems to uh, there seems to be new, younger, talented players. So it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's been a really fun year to watch in terms of the talent that we've seen, not only with this team, but also with other teams. And the games are extremely competitive. I mean, you guys are going one-goal games and overtimes and, and nonstop. What's that like, the level of play, Chad, to be in those tight games where one little play here and there can ultimately make the difference between a win or a loss? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's been... It's been different. I mean, this is the best hockey I've seen in the, the five years I've played in the league. Um, the talent level is just next to none this year. So, um, yeah, like you said, one little mistake can uh, can cost you the game. And, I mean, how many how many one-goal games have we seen this season? It's, it's crazy. So, um, that's, yeah. That's what we've got so far. We've got the Tulsa Oilers on the tap for this weekend, Thursday and Friday at West Bank Arena. The puck drops at 7:10 for both matchups tonight. Coming up on the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour presented by the 19th Hole, we're going to dive into the backgrounds of these guys, both Ontario-born players, and get to learn about how they got into the hockey world, some of their hobbies off of the ice, and a whole lot more. So stick around for more of Chad Duchesne and Michael Pellick on the Nailers Broadcast Network, presented by Main Street Bank. Welcome back. It's segment number two of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour, presented by the 19th Hole. Nailers coming off of a big overtime win on Sunday, looking for some more success on home ice this weekend as they take on the Tulsa Oilers on Thursday and Friday. Limited amount of tickets available. You can get yours today at wheelingnailers.com or by calling 304-234-GOAL. I'm continuing with a couple of Naylor players, Michael Pellick and Chad Duchesne, and we talked a lot of hockey in that first segment, and, well, the team as it is right now, how it's been playing so far, but I want to dial it all the way back and find out. You guys are both Canadians, so everybody always makes the joke of, oh, well, you guys are probably born in a hockey stick, or born with a hockey stick in your hands, so... When did you guys both pick up a hockey stick for the first time in your lives? Pelly, you want to start? Um, I think I was five years old when I started skating. And, uh, yeah, just never uh, never stopped. <laughs> You're in a hockey family, too, as you are one of three brothers that play professionally, right? My older brother just retired, but yeah, he played uh, professional for about uh, 12 years. 
And then you have another brother who's in the NHL as we speak. Yes. Yeah. He's with the Islanders. So did your older brother get things started for everybody else? And then you, the rest of you just kind of followed as you went or how did that, uh, how did that go? I'm sure it was quite competitive in the household. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he started, um, yeah, I guess we wanted to be like him. So we, uh, we also played. So let's see, actually, we'll we'll put the names out there too. Matt's the oldest, Adam's the youngest, correct? Yes. Okay, perfect. And with Adam playing with the New York Islanders as we go now, uh, does that make you now a default New York Islanders fan? Do you cheer for whoever he's playing for? What does that do for you? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I uh, watch uh, every game I can. Uh, A lot of times we play at the same time, so... um, not able to watch all of them, but yeah, uh, with him on the team, I'm a big Islanders fan. You had a chance to play with Matt as well. I remember you two were here as teammates on the Utah Grizzlies. How special was that to be able to be on a pro team with your brother? Yeah, it was uh, it was cool. We actually got to play on three different teams together professionally, so it was uh, it was a lot of fun and it was uh, very very cool. I bet your parents enjoyed that too, so they didn't have to go to three different cities to watch the three different brothers play. Are they do they get a chance to go out and see all three of you as the seasons go? At least when all three of you were playing, or uh, or did they kind of stay at home? And if you guys happen to come to town, that'd be a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, they uh, usually come out once a year uh, and visit and uh, get to get to uh, see me play on the weekend. But um, yeah, with with the, with the three of us kind of all over the place, it's uh, it's difficult. What part of the province are you from, up in Ontario? Uh, we're Toronto. Okay, so not too far from Brampton, then. That was probably a, a home away from home game for you, right? Yeah, that was very close. <laughs> there you go. Did you grow up a Leafs fan? I uh, kind of kind of all over the place. I liked the Red Wings for a while. I liked uh, Oilers for. Uh, for a little bit, but um, uh, yeah, never uh, a, a big Leaf fan. Really? Should be, man. <laughs> Should be, you said? Yeah. Did he you... loves the Leafs. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> Did you follow, was it because of different players? Was it because of uh, the way that the teams played, the success they were having? What kind of drew you to each of the different teams, like you mentioned the Wings and the Oilers? Uh, yeah, I like Steve Eisman uh, and um, then Ryan Smith on the Oilers. I like, loved watching play. Gotcha. I, I can see some of their games in your games, too. The fact that with, with Smith that you play that on-the-edge style, you're not afraid to get involved. You can put points up, and same with Eisman, a, a very strong center. So I think you've imitated your heroes very well in watching you uh, both before you came here and and as you've played here. So <laughs> I, ho- I hope you like that. <laughs> Chad, what about you? You, you didn't have uh, pro brothers or, or anything, uh, right? What's uh, what's your family situation, and when did uh, hockey become passion number one in your life? Uh, yeah, no, no, no one. Uh, no, yeah, no one in my family actually played uh, sports. My dad played hockey growing up. Um so he kind of just put me in it when I was younger, uh, and then like around the same age as Pelly, I guess, and went from there. 
Gotcha. And ultimately made your way up, played in the major juniors world, and decided that you were going to make a a life out of this. What ultimately made you decide that uh, this was going to be something that you could potentially pursue as a career? Uh, Just after major junior, I just kind of wanted to keep playing um, as long as I could. Um, And an opportunity arose uh, in Greenville, and I went from there. What about for you from the growing up standpoint? What team were you? Are you going down the Leafs path? Is that uh, where you were headed towards? Oh, yeah. Leafs. Leafs forever. <laughs> uh, my dad was a big Leafs fan. I remember, like, growing up as a kid and him screaming at the TV and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, now I try to catch every game I can. You're from Inverary, so... I know yeah. that when you and I were chatting about this, not the biggest community out there, but one that's mm-hmm. near and dear to your heart, and you definitely wanted to make sure that that was the right city on your bio. Is it in the GTA? Is it in that area, or what part of Ontario is that? Uh, it's just a little town outside of uh, Kingston, Ontario. So that Kingston is about two hours from Toronto. Okay. And um, Yeah, that's where my, my parents live, and that's where I grew up. And uh, it's a little community there. And uh, when I played in the major junior in, in Kingston, I, uh, I had Inverary. I had made, made sure I had Inverary as my hometown because every, everyone from there supports me pretty well. That's awesome. How cool was it to play that close to home for major junior? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I mean, it was, it was two of the funnest years ever. Um, my parents liked it, obviously, and my friends could come watch me play and stuff like that. I really enjoyed it. And for you, Pelly, too, you were a St. Mike's major, right? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, in Toronto the last year we were there, and then we moved to uh, Mississauga, and I was there for two years. Were you originally drafted by the majors? I was drafted to Kitchener. I played one year there. Okay, and then traded? Yes. Was that something that you were trying, hoping to get to play back home in Toronto, or was that just kind of how the chips fell and you were like, hey, all right, I get to I get to go home. This is sweet. Yeah, it kind of just ended up that way, and uh, it uh, it worked out. Chad, were you drafted by Kingston? Uh, no, I was actually drafted by uh, Mississauga. Kelly's <laughs> last year there, I was drafted. Well, you guys are just connected all the way back. Isn't that something? Yeah, yeah. We never crossed paths, but he was there. I remember going to watch him. Trade for you then as well. How did you get to Kingston, and what was that news like for you? Uh, Yeah, it was a trade. Um, Actually kind of worked out. A little story behind it, I guess, is uh, my agent at the time was Darcy Tucker. Oh, wow. And and he, uh, obviously, the Kingston GM was Doug Gilmore. So when I mentioned I'd like to go home, they had that. Um, that connection right there. So it ended up working out. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty pretty exciting when the trade finally happened. Is it intimidating or cool to have your boss be an NHL legend? Uh, it was it was cool. He was he was cool. He he was. Uh, I mean, he was the, he's the killer, Doug Gilmore. He was. Uh, he was really cool. He was he was awesome to the guys. Um, he would come out to practice once in a while. I remember and like work with the centermen and and it, it was just it was it was cool to see. He was a rock star. 
that must have been a dream come true for a teenager. Was that one of the biggest highlights of your younger days of playing hockey? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think I still have his number in my phone. I don't think I'll ever delete it. So <laughs> show people I got uh, Doug Gilmore's number. That's super cool. Pelly, what about for you? Were there some people that you worked with in your young junior hockey playing days that really left a mark on your life or have there been some memories that you've had here at the pro level that have really stuck with you as being things that you'll cherish for a long time to come uh yeah i mean in uh mississauga i had um dave cameron uh he was uh he was a great coach and uh, i learned a lot uh those two years it definitely helped me um become a professional what about here at the pro level i know you've had a couple of deep playoff runs how far did you go at cincy we went to the conference finals and we lost to reading who uh who won it all what's a year like that for you what uh, how exciting was it to be part of that was what your third year pro uh fourth year okay um yeah you know you know playing Playing in the playoffs is the funnest part of the um, of playing hockey, and uh, the intensity is so high, and it's just uh, it's just a real, real fun, uh, fun time of the year. Our photographer Zach Rawson dug up a picture from the 2016 playoffs. I won't throw you through that whole playoff for obvious reasons, but we did see a photo of you and Derek Army battling. What's it like to have Derek as a coach now? What was it like to play against Derek? I've never asked anybody about playing against him, just with him. Yeah, yeah I I remember him. He was uh, one of their better players for sure. Always scored a lot of goals. And um, yeah, we had a, had a really good team that year and uh, ended up, I think it was game seven in overtime, right? Yep. That's what they beat us in, so... Yeah, they had a they had a great team. Very good. You, you handled that well. I didn't want to, to put you through too much of that because we had lost an overtime game seven the year before. So you know, th- there's different moments, but I'm sure you've had a lot more uh, on the positive side than anything else throughout your career. And with that being said, too, we look at some of the league milestones. Is that something that you've taken a lot of pride into? The fact that you've been able to have such a long and successful career and the fact that you are in the conversation and moving up the all-time list for the league? Uh, yeah, you know, it's definitely um, past couple of years that uh, people people talk about it, but um, you know, every every year I'm just really looking forward to the next year and just try not to think too much about it and um kind of take it day by day chad you've got a milestone coming up you know what it is no game 250 is coming up on thursday night oh thursday thursday uh right on so we'll see if uh, the boys catch wind of that and uh oh I- yeah you told Pelly. i'm gonna be hearing about it i'm gonna be hearing about it from Chad for sure on Thursday. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> We've. It's kind of funny because I feel like 
you know, when I first got here, that was kind of a hush-hush thing, and nobody wanted to talk about it. But the more I talk to players, you know, it's become the whole money on the board thing. It's it's not really hidden. It's not really a secret anymore, and it's kind of fun. Is that something where you guys have kind of loosened up a little bit, and, you know, you're okay with that getting out and just kind of showing people what fun you guys have behind the scenes? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't care if people know. I mean, it, it, it all goes back to the team, and we use that to sometimes, you know, even just getting food together, we'll, we'll use that, that money to, to pay for things or, or whatever. And it's, it's all in good fun. <laughs> it's fun. You guys definitely enjoy it, and that's great to see. And I'm really glad that this has been able to to come together as well as it has this season. So we've learned a little bit about uh, your backgrounds and where you've come from. And and for both of you, too, both being major junior, kind of a a different approach. And I'm sure that neither of you are ready to completely turn the page and look past hockey yet. But I talked to some of the college guys who get their degrees and kind of have a focus – What's it like for you guys? Do you guys do any classes? Have you done any classes? Are there different things that you're passionate about for ultimately when the, the time comes, hopefully years and years from now, that you decide, okay, it's time to move to a, a different path in life? Chad? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I haven't taken any classes or anything like that, but um, it's definitely something you, you look at. Um, our PHPA union has a bunch of different programs and stuff that they can offer or they offer to players, right. To help out, um, for after hockey, I still got a couple more years, I think in me. So, but it's definitely something I'm looking into. That's huge too. And I'm glad that you mentioned the PHPA because we've had quite a few players who have taken that opportunity. I know that they have a very strong program, uh, with firefighting. That's one that I've heard a lot of former players have gone through. How has that evolved? Pelly, have you seen that where the PHPA, like obviously they handle a lot of what you're doing here and making sure that you're getting, you know, the proper treatments and being able to, to work your job successful here, but career planning too, is that something that's really grown in the last few years? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, they do a great job uh, getting us all the information that we need, and um, if we ever have any problems or trouble, it's a, uh, it's a pretty uh, easy, easy, uh, easy to get a hold of them, and and they'll figure it out right away. So it's definitely uh, nice having that there. Either of you guys can answer this. So I mentioned like the firefighting one, just because that's one that I've heard probably the most out of the guys that we've had in the past. What are some of the other programs and assistances like the PHPA will give you that are outside of hockey? Uh, I think they got a business one. Um, I don't know, like a whole bunch on there now, isn't there, fella? Yeah, yeah, we have access to um, to the website where we can go on there, and there's uh, um, programs and deals and and all the information that you need. That's awesome. That's great that they have that for you. We let Chad go first. Do you have any thoughts or any passions that you are considering for down the road? Or obviously, I mean, you're still in the present, which is hockey, but is that something that's crossed your mind at all? Yeah, you know, I've always uh, wanted to uh, uh, stay in the game at some capacity. I'm not really sure sure what that is yet, but um, at some point I'm for sure going to have to – 
figure it out and uh, and get a plan. Gotcha. Hockey's going to be in the blood. I, I, I kind of experienced, I, I figured that too, you know, with having the hockey bloodlines in the family. What's your oldest brother doing now? Because you said he's done. Uh, he went to uh, school in um, Belfast. Oh, wow. Where he, where he played in the English League there. And uh, he went to school, and so he's finishing off his uh, last year's school now. Oh, very neat. Okay, that's cool. It gets the experience life abroad. That's really neat to be able to have that opportunity, too. We are talking on the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour with Michael Pellick and Chad Duchesne, getting ready for a couple of big games this week as the Nailers look to rip four points away from the Tulsa Oilers on Thursday and Friday night. Both are 7-10 face-offs, and you can get tickets for both at wheelingnailers.com or by calling 304-234-GOAL. We'll wrap up the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour with some hobbies and whatnot presented by the 19th hole on the Nailers Broadcast Network, Presented by Main Street Bank. It's the final segment of this week's edition of the Wheeling Nailers Power Hour presented by the 19th Hole on Fox Sports Wheeling along with Nailers forward Michael Pellick and Nailers defenseman Chad Duchesne as the Nailers have action this weekend. Two games against the Tulsa Oilers and we've talked a lot of hockey, some schools, some life questions and we're going to really go into the personal lives on this last segment here. So you guys had the longest summer of your professional careers this year. What did you do to keep yourselves occupied? Was there anything new that caught your eye this summer? Who's leading off? Go ahead, Polly. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a long uh, summer. Um, we, uh, we were pretty locked down in Ontario, so there wasn't much that uh, we were able to do. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of TV shows, to be honest, and... Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of just just trying to keep busy with uh, with little things that, I mean, pretty boring. All right, let's go down the TV show path. Was there a couple of series that you binged watched and you absolutely fell in love with? Did you go back to some of your old favorites? Then you wanted to revisit them. What path did you go for television? Yeah, I rewatched uh, Breaking Bad, um, Sons of the Anarchy. I rewatched all uh, my favorite shows. So, um, yeah, yeah, that that was definitely a time killer. So, TV was your biggest uh, thing this off season. Did you try any new skills or anything that uh, you may say, okay, let's, let's see what I can do with this, or any that maybe uh, you tried and said, yeah, that's not for me. Uh, well, with uh, gyms being closed and everything, you got to kind of be creative with uh, how you stay in shape. So I was going for a lot of runs, which uh, I I'm not a big runner. I don't I don't enjoy it very much. So uh, that was something that that uh, that was that was definitely hard. You're more of a weight room type of guy. Yeah, yeah. I like I like to be uh, be in the gym around around friends and just have that uh, have that routine. And what I have noticed here in the first few months is that you are a spike ball player. That uh, you and uh, your teammate Cody Sylvester, I've heard, are in the top rankings among the club. So yeah, we're, we're ranked first in the world right now. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we have uh, got a couple games in tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we can stay in the, in the top spot. Lynch, Lynch just came out of his bedroom and just started shaking his head. <laughs> lowest rank. 
lowest rank. What's the ranking system? So tell me about that. You said you guys are first right now. Yeah, yeah. We we we, we just started uh, started it, so we don't really know what we're doing. But uh, we have the uh, we're the two oldest guys, so we got uh, automatic first first spot. What other teams do we have? I've seen that Drevich and Courtnall, they claim that they are very good. Who else? Uh, well, Winters, Winters got a team. Um, Wards and Jaws play. Uh, there's a, there's a about seven or eight eight uh, teams right now, so there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of competition. Really? We may have to do a little intermission feature on this and, you know, th this competition. That's awesome. I love that you guys find different ways to compete with each other. That's phenomenal. Chad, what about your summer? What, uh, what did you do on your summer vacation, as the kids say at home? Um, well, like Kelly said, there wasn't much going on. Obviously, it was mostly locked down. But um, I took up golf, started really getting into golf pretty much the week that the season got canceled last season. So uh, that you were allowed to do that in Ontario. So I was playing uh, a lot of golf, and now I'm obsessed with golf. So Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can't get enough of it. Uh, me and my buddies go quite a bit now, and we've actually gone – I've gone twice now since being here in Wheeling, but obviously the snow now, so won't be going out for a while. Did you go up to Ogilvy? Yeah, once up there in Ogilvy, and then uh, – another course there a couple weeks ago actually it was a little cold but we got it done a lot of golfers on the team actually this year oh okay so we've got some competition see i love it you guys compete with each other in literally everything which is awesome oh, yeah yeah what uh what's the strength of your golf game and what's the weakness of your golf game uh i don't know my I, my weakness is my putting that's for sure uh, i was trying to get tips uh like give a couple shout Hodgson's a really good golfer Tom Lack's good so they I, I was golfing with them so they were trying to give me some some tips so hopefully I can d dial it in here before going home and playing against my buddies with your enthusiasm and excitement and mentioning that your putting is the worst part of your game is there any fear that there could be a happy Gilmore uh-oh here comes the putter throw yeah yeah I'm uh yeah, dude, there's been a lot of clubs thrown out of them. <laughs> I've thrown a lot of clubs, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't really control my emotions that well, Deej, if you haven't noticed. Uh, that's okay. I mean, you got you got some different parts, and I, and I, I like it. I, like I said, I, I like the fact that you wear your heart on your sleeve. Like, you know, that, that's fun to watch, definitely enjoyable. So so golf for you, TV for Pelly. What about uh, your downtime here in Wheeling where, I mean, like you said, you've, uh, you can't go out golfing now, so what are you doing? Uh, practice is over for the day. What's the first activity? Uh, well, you know what? Golf isn't over because Cortnell got a gift, uh, a, put a little putting mat, so we got that going in the, the apartment complex that we can go practice our putting. Uh. Um, so I like to do that, and um, like you said, we're, we're pretty much locked down, so we spent a lot of time watching TV or doing whatever, hanging out. We got a little common area where we can hang out together and stuff like that. So playing cards. We play cards once in a while, eh? Yeah, a lot of cards. A lot of cards. And, I mean, sports. Hockey started, uh, NHL started, so uh, usually get a game in at nighttime. And, uh, yeah, Again, try just try to stay busy as, as best you can. 
like you said, you watch your brother play with the Islanders, but you'll watch a hockey game just to watch a hockey game? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, with, uh, with it, with, with there no being, with the NHL starting late, it's just exciting that it's back. And, uh, I mean, yeah, can't get enough. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of interest in the Super Bowl on Sunday, whether that be squares or whether that be just the fact that it's the Super Bowl. You guys have picks on that? Yeah, we got squares going, so, uh, I don't really have a, a pick on who's going to win, but I hope I, uh, I hope I can get some squares. <laughs> what do you enjoy most about watching the Super Bowl? I heard last week, uh, what was it? Wardley and Sylvester told me that the commercials in Canada aren't as good as the commercials in the U.S. Oh, I'm I, I'm all about the appetizers. So, oh, as as I'm, <laughs> good food there, I'm, uh, I'm having a good time. Are you the one cooking the appetizers, or are you just the one eating the appetizers? Uh, not, definitely not cooking them. Definitely not cooking them. Okay, so we're depending on a, on a teammate to make the appetizers for you. What about you, Chad? What do you enjoy most about it? Uh, yeah, I, it's usually just a pretty good time, right? I usually have a little party and um, watch the game. So uh, looking forward to that. I don't know. I'm in search for a uh, favorite NFL team. So I don't know. I might, I might pick whoever wins. Might be my new favorite team. Would either of you like to go out on a ledge for me and uh, give me a prediction on, on who wins the Super Bowl? Chad, who's in the Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I'll go, I'll go with uh, Kansas City. They're in. You're going Kansas City? Okay. Sure. All right, I'll go uh, Tampa Bay, I guess. I can't go to Kansas City with Chad. There you go. I'll I'll go on your side, Pelly, just because I'm uh, – even though he left my team, I'm still uh, New England Patriots. I still like Tom Brady, so I, I can't go against the GOAT. Uh, I'd like to see him get a seventh ring. It would be nuts to see him win more Super Bowls than any of the, the teams have. So, Chad, you mentioned the cards, and like I said, you guys are competitive about everything that you pretty well do, and I love that you guys are always ready to chirp each other on cards. So would you like to tell me who is the best and who is the worst at the card games? And, Pelly, if you want to chime in on that, you're more than welcome to as well. All right, we have a lot of good card players. I would say by far Lynchers is the worst, though. Yeah, Lynch is the worst for sure. For <laughs> sure, in any game we play. <laughs> He's got to be just sitting there watching it with you and, and being like, come on, man, seriously. He's in his room right now. I'm wondering if he's going to come out. But he is the worst, and he's, like, slow and doesn't know when to go. He's, an, he's a bad player. <laughs> who else are you rooming with? You've got Lynchy, and who else are you with? Uh, I'm actually – I actually just live with McPherson, but um, since he went up there, Lynch came in here and um, – yeah, but I, I lived with McPherson last season, actually, and then this season we lived together again. So, Oh, that's perfect. So you guys know each other's habits and all of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'm more of the cooker, and he's uh, more of the cleaner. That's that's kind of how we roll. Pelly, I found you a place to go for the Super Bowl on Sunday. Duchesne can cook. He's not invited to my place. <laughs> what are you cooking up? Uh, when when for the Super Bowl or for whenever? Either, I always cook up one. something different every night. Usually, I've been cooking Lynch some good some good meals here too. Uh, I took I started cooking last year. Actually, I had a good uh 
roommates the year the years before that loved cooking so they kind of taught me and then I started cooking for Mac there last year really so who'd you learn from and what did you end up learning um well actually a guy uh well Evan Jasper I I lived with a few years ago in um Stephen Pierre I'll go give those, those guys some uh shout outs they're pretty good cooks um you know we just try to cook a whole bunch of different things you try to mix it up right because we eat so much chicken and pasta to be honest throughout the season <laughs> so, uh, i don't know i like looking up different recipes throughout the day and kind of doing that doing that for dinner since we i mean there's not much to do right so you kind of look forward to cooking up a nice meal sometimes is there a favorite dish that you have to eat uh well obviously me and mac love our steak nights uh, we usually like to eat a steak the night the night before uh, a game. We'll eat a steak, and then uh, that's usually our, our favorite. But I don't know. I got pork chops out for tonight, so there you we'll go. Yeah, ask Lynch tomorrow if they're good or not. We'll see them all. <laughs> do you do a bunch of different seasonings, sauces? What do you like to What do you like I to like go to with? Mix it up. I like to mix it up. I don't know. I don't know what I'll do tonight. I'll have to look into maybe some something new tonight. There you go. Mix it up a little bit. I like it. I, that's That was my number one uh, off-season hobby that I figured out was cooking. I couldn't cook you anything before oh, yeah. the quarantine yeah. and just started to figure it out as I went, and I, I found that I've really enjoyed it. So that, that's been pretty nice. Follow the, follow the directions, and you'll, you're, you're fine. That's exactly it. Uh, the directions is the key. I, I was I was scared to tackle it originally because I thought, oh, oh what am I going to do? I'm going to light the house on fire. It's probably what's going to happen, but – wasn't too bad, Pelly. You yeah. are, do you have anybody uh, that you're rooming with, or do you get the uh, the single treatment? Yeah, yeah, I'm all by myself right now. Gotcha. So if you're not uh, cooking for the Super Bowl, are you doing a lot of takeout during the the week, or are you uh, or do you have pretty well the basics down in the uh, in the kitchen? Yeah, yeah, I got the basics down. I try not to do too much takeout. Um, I mean, same 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 as Chad. I mean. Uh, chicken steak pork chops and then mix mix a veggie in with with it and uh you're good to go do you have a personal favorite is there something for either of you that your mom made or your parents made that you grew up with and you're like oh man that was that was my number one dish right there yeah i would, I would probably go with the homemade mac and cheese it was always uh always my favorite growing up was there a special twist to it that uh, that yeah, made it? I, I don't know. My mom just made it. It was it was uh, it was always my my re- request whenever it was my birthday or uh, opportunity to pick what she made for dinner. There you go, Chad. What about for you? Uh, yeah. I mean, back home, uh, my dad's a big uh, smoker. He loves smoking all kinds of different meats, so that's his go-to. And then. Uh, that's what I miss. And then uh, my mom's got, uh, she's got a little casserole that she makes that's pretty good back home that I miss all the time. It's never it's never the same when you make it yourself, right? Yeah, it's hard to duplicate it. What does she put in the casserole? Uh, it's kind of weird, but she puts, uh, obviously, she got noodles, cheese, chicken. She puts like a mixture of uh, salsa, sour cream, and then she bakes it all. And then she might have a couple other things in there, but anyways, it 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 looks weird, but it, it's delicious. That's awesome. Are your parents gonna have a chance to get down and see you this year, or is it'll be a little bit tricky because of all the different rules with the border and all that? Yeah, it'll probably be a little tricky this year since that uh, 
you got to quarantine 14 days when you go back to Canada. So with their jobs and stuff like that, it's kind of, uh, it's hard for them. Gotcha. What do they do for work? Uh, my, my, uh, mom is just, um, a secretary and then, uh, my dad just works in, uh, security type. Gotcha. Very good. Gets the job done, right? Yeah, for sure. Very good. Well, this has been a fabulous show. I want to thank both of you for taking a lot of time out of your day and uh, getting our fans a chance to know you guys on a personal level. You're both extremely well-spoken, very professional, and we're very happy to have you in Wheeling this year, and we hope for some more great things on the ice and a nice big run for you. Thanks, DJ. Yeah, thanks, DJ. That's Michael Pellick and Chad Duchesne on our Wheeling Nailers Power Hour presented to you by the 19th hole. Get your tickets for Thursday and Friday's games against the Tulsa Oilers, both 7-10 face-offs. All you have to do is go to wheelingnailers.com or call 304-234-GOAL. That's 304-234-4625. This has been a presentation of Nailers Hockey on Fox Sports Wheeling and the Nailers Broadcast Network presented by Main Street Bank.